0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Take the L, We Don't Lose, We Learn, the podcast. I am your host, Michi Molina. Today I want to talk about my health and self love journey, and I'm going to get right into it. So, about two months ago, I hired a fitness trainer, correction transformational coach I hired a transformational coach to help me with a few goals that I had in mind and when people ask me why did you decide to hire a coach I had to think about it and honestly this time it was a little bit different than the other times that I had plans of transforming my physique so to give you a little backstory i had been doing my own thing for a little bit i was doing like a dirty bulk and for those of you that don't know what that is a dirty bulk is pretty much you know you really don't have a structure you just like eat more protein eat more calories than you were already eating and the goal is to gain muscle during this time. And so I was doing a dirty bulk and I can honestly say that I did gain muscle. I saw it, I felt it, you know, I felt stronger. Um, but I remember when I moved into my apartment and I bought myself a big mirror, I started looking at my body and I was like, hmm, you know, I'm, I'm getting on the heavier side and I'm ready for a challenge and it was just ready for some type of structure and so my coach actually reached out to me because he wanted to have me on his podcast and talk about mental health and so we met virtually because he lives in the uk shout out to taza my coach she's amazing um we met virtually during this podcast recording and then after that I really did consider him as one of the people that I wanted to hire to coach me so when I met with him for a discovery call we talked about it and I realized that I was actually coming to him because not only did I want structure but I was coming from a place of pleasure rather than a place of self-hatred because in the past I have always tried to transform my physique because I didn't love myself. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But I wanted the structure and I knew that I would be committed if I was paying for a coach, you know, and hiring him is not cheap. So I knew that I would be committed if I was paying money monthly to receive his services you know so why would i be paying if i wasn't going to be doing the work like i would be self-defeating so yeah i hired a coach because i wanted to challenge myself i really felt like i needed the structure and i knew that i'd be committed and also obviously like you need a professional when i look at the pictures that i have taken week after week after week Sometimes I don't see the changes. I don't see the physical changes. But when my coach analyzes my photos and analyzes my form and my nutrition logs, my workout logs, he's a professional and he actually gives me the feedback that I didn't think that I would get from myself because I'm not a professional in this field. So it it has been amazing to have that support. And that guidance and just the knowledge that he provides it's amazing i talked about this before on instagram when i was debating whether or not i had made the right decision because i did feel like i was taking a risk hiring him as a coach again for the financial factors and just i was also afraid to fall into an obsession again like i didn't want to become obsessed with tracking my macros and whether i worked out or not and i didn't want to revert back to my old programming and there was a lot of risk involved but one of my clients who's also a very good friend of mine shout out to anthony de leon he's amazing um i had a call with him once and i was like uh, i hired taza and honestly like i'm really scared and as a good friend will do, he he laid out the truth, right? He was like, "Listen, I used to work with him, and he is amazing, mitchy When I tell you this man is worth more than his rate, he really is. I promise you this. Like, you won't come back in two months and tell me that I was right, you know. And I'm not even just trying to sell him. Like, he is amazing, and." he gave me so much reassurance by just telling me that and he was right he was absolutely right like i really feel like i should be paying him more than what i am because what he provides me is more than i could have ever imagined and what i could even ask for like every week he asks what can i be doing better as a coach and i don't even think that he could be doing anything better like he is just so good he provides so much value so many different seminars and uh, he calls them connection calls every single week and shout out to him he just puts you on i've said this before he is not a gatekeeper i can go on and on and on about how amazing my coach is but we got to talk about my health and self-love journey <laughs> But just the fact that I have so much love for him and the way that I feel so empowered by him is, I guess, part of the self-love journey because he contributes to the self-love that I have. And I really love that. I love that I'm surrounding myself with people that are loving, kind, and generous with their time, their resources, their knowledge and I just appreciate that so much. He is very generous with his love and his kindness. And again, shout out to Taza. He is amazing. So, yes, I hired a coach because I wanted that challenge. For those of you that don't know, I always struggled with my mental health. And this actually stemmed from humiliation that I endured consistently throughout my childhood and my adolescence because of my weight. I was constantly ridiculed for being the chubby kid in my family. And it was so traumatizing that I felt like I wasn't lovable, I wasn't good enough, I wasn't pretty enough you name it. And I talk about this in my first episode. So if you haven't listened to that, you should. I then developed a pattern of binging and restricting, and it was awful. This cycle of binging and restricting is Awful, like it makes you feel horrible, but you also feel like you have no control, and it's like your false illusion of control because you are emotionally eating and then you refrain from eating, and it just makes you feel like you're in control because you feel good when you eat, but then you feel like poop the next day, and it's kind of like a hangover but with food. But anyway, I wanted to overcome that pattern. I used to have abs in 2019, I used to have abs and I hated myself still like I remember I went through a breakup and I wanted to get like my revenge body. That's where my mindset was. I felt like my physical appearance was all that mattered. And so I got abs and I still didn't love myself and I wanted to love myself so badly that I thought that I would achieve some level of self-love and acceptance through something external, which was again, at the time, my dream body. That was absolutely not the case because shortly after I achieved what I thought was my dream body, like the abs and all, I was actually hospitalized for attempting suicide. and. That's actually where it all started for me, where I realized that I had a problem because my therapist at this institution was able to discover what was actually going on. You know, my body image and the humiliation that I had endured growing up because of my body and my eating disorder were the reasons why I pretty much felt unworthy of living and why I wanted to end it all. Like I hated myself, I hated everybody around me. I couldn't stand anybody because everybody would trigger me because I needed healing so bad, I really did. When I gained weight during the pandemic, I wanted to change the way that I approached my weight loss journey because for my entire adolescence and early adulthood, I would approach weight loss from a place of self-hatred and just wanting to love myself through the, the body, you know, through something external. And it wasn't until the pandemic again, when I gained weight, because, you know, everybody was just chilling at home, um, stressed. I was actually a behavioral therapist, I still am by the way, and as a behavioral therapist you are taught the patterns of behavior and it's a simple equation, A, B, C, antecedent, behavior, consequence, if you know, you know. And I wanted to see if I could apply this to my life. So what that means is there's an antecedent, something that triggers you to be behavior, The behavior is an action that you can measure and see the consequence. How is this being reinforced? So in behavioral therapy, they teach us that you cannot eliminate a behavior. You can replace a behavior. And so I wanted to do the same thing again with my life. I wanted to apply that to my life and I started replacing habits. So you can see this in fitness where like you have healthy alternatives, right? So instead of eating the hot cheetos, I would eat um pepinos con limon, you know, cucumbers, uh fruit, and I would try to get that same fix but with something more healthy or lower in calorie because honestly, a lot of the things that I a lot of the things that I Did eat and continue to eat now are not the healthiest, but they are low in calories. So I guess it would be um, Beneficial to the weight loss process so I vowed to replace pieces of my behavior patterns, but also my thought patterns and I owe this awareness to the knowledge that I gained as a behavioral therapist because I didn't know what I didn't know, and so when I joined this field, I was open to a new level of awareness, and I also talk about this multiple times in my other episodes where, you know, I really had to change the way that I was programmed mentally. So during the pandemic, when I gained all this weight, I I think I was like 180, and I'm really short. I'm 5'1". So I was big, I was a big girl. Um, I wanted to love myself unconditionally. So the only way to do it for me at the time was to program myself with self-talk. So I started telling myself that I was beautiful. I would look at myself in the mirror and I would tell myself that I'm beautiful, that I'm worthy. And I would say this I'd say, I'm skinny, I just have not gotten there yet. You know? So it would give me so much joy to be like, you know what? I am skinny because I'm mentally skinny, but I just haven't gotten there yet. Like, I'm doing all the things that a skinny person would do because I wanted to be skinny so bad at the time. I I don't, that's not my goal anymore. (laughs) But I wanted to be skinny. And so I would tell myself, I'm skinny. I just haven't gotten there yet. And I do the same thing now, like where I tell myself, you know, I'm rich. I just haven't gotten there yet. Rich financially. Um, And it's, It's fun. It's different to play on words that helps you reprogram your subconscious mind. And so this became like a daily thing for me. I would quite literally grab my chin and lift my head up and look at myself in the mirror and tell myself, You're so beautiful. Like, you are an amazing woman. You are hardworking. You are fit. You are that girl. And so this went on, and I would work out and I would you know, um, do the cardio, I would do the strength training and then I would eat my balanced meals. And the difference was that in the past I had an all or nothing mindset. So it was hard. It was hard because if I messed up one day, I would give myself a hard time and then I would just screw it up. And then I'd be like, uh, I'll start on Monday so let's say I would mess up my diet on a Tuesday. Let's say I would go over in calories on a Tuesday. I'd be like, "Oh, f this! I'm just gonna binge," and I'll start again on Monday. So then I had Wednesday through Sunday of overeating, of binging. So then that would set me back, and then I would start over. So that's what I mean by binging and restricting. You know, I would go a, a few days with like restricting myself heavily, and then I would binge because I just couldn't anymore. I, it just, it, I didn't know how to do this without this all or nothing mindset. And so that was hard, but I started changing those behavioral patterns where if I would screw up, I'd, be, I, I'd tell myself something that would help me. So I'd say, hey, you just went over a couple calories. It's fine. Let's start over the next hour. So then... I would replace the binging with like drinking water or eating a fruit or talking to a friend or reading a book. And those small changes really added up because I would start reading books on self-help and self-development and psychology and self-talk. So it was really feeding my hunger in a different way. I was feeding my brain. I was feeding... i I was just feeding my brain you know i was feeding my brain feeding my soul and it was really cool another part of the self-love and acceptance journey was the people that i surrounded myself with because during that time i was still trying to become the person that i am right now you know i still was working on friendships and being a good friend and being open to the fact that people can be good. So I started hanging out with my sister. My sister had moved out. My sister is my younger sister. And she has always been like my older sister. She's I consider her to be more mature than I am. She's a role model to me. And again, I've talked about her in my previous episodes. She's been my greatest advocate before I even knew what an advocate was. Not only does she advocate for me in terms of my mental health, but she was also someone that modeled self-love and self-acceptance. And I remember hanging out with her because she had moved out of my parents' house and her apartment was like my little getaway. So I would go to her house and I would tell her about my journey and she'd be like, girl, you're so beautiful, you know um cellulite is normal beauty comes in all shapes and sizes and if you think about babies babies are some babies are skinny and some babies are chunky and they're all beautiful like that's how we are you know not everybody's gonna think you're beautiful and not everybody's gonna think that you are ugly like someone might look at you and think that you're the ugliest person and somebody might look at you and be like she's so beautiful just as you are and so her kindness and her empowerment played a role in this new programming that i was trying to achieve in my brain um and it also gave me a sense of security and psychological safety because i felt safe to be myself around her without judgment because she would always make me feel beautiful because we are beautiful as human beings you know we all come in like she says all different shapes and sizes and colors and flavors you know like we are all beautiful and my sister has always been someone that not only said these things to me but she she models these things even to this day like she is a whole pregnant girl and she looks at herself like she is the most beautiful girl in the world and it does not come from a place of boasting she just embodies empowerment and self-love and acceptance and she is a teacher too to young children and the way that she programs them to believe in themselves and how she programs them to believe in themselves is is just beautiful. Like I, I admire my sister so much and I know she's gonna make an amazing mother because she has been an amazing role model for me being younger. And I will always give her credit for not only The way that she has advocated for me but the way that she treats me and treats others and this girl has done so much for me i love you if you're listening to this i don't know what i would do without you quite literally someone that has saved my life so back to the self-love and fitness journey or the health and self-love journey Um, The difference in my journey then and my journey now is that I am operating from a place of pleasure. And what I mean by that is I had already achieved the level of self-love. And although I was doing my dirty bulk and stuff, I still loved myself. I still love myself. And now I hired this coach because... I love seeing what I can accomplish when I step out of my comfort zone. And in this case, I was stepping out of my comfort zone physically, mentally, and like I mentioned earlier, financially. Hiring my coach was a risk, and it was a risk that to this day I do not regret taking because it has really changed my life for the better. Like it has added so much value to my life. Like I like I said, I was afraid to get obsessed with calories and this all or, or nothing mindset. And honestly, you guys know I'm transparent. Sometimes I do think about these old things that I used to think about and I do hyperfixate on the little things. Sometimes I do hyperfixate on going over a couple calories or not getting 10,000 steps in. But then <laughs> my ttl mindset kicks in right the take the l mindset where i don't lose i learn so what does take the l mean it means taking the lesson learned what am i learning i'm learning that i am in control of most of this journey with god guiding me and god guides me and my thoughts and he protects me and I'm learning that I'm capable of doing so much more than I could have ever imagined. And so there is just so much that I can say about this health and self-love journey. But what I can say is it's so important to work on the internal, your internal world, because I was consistently chasing self-love through the external, right? Through the way that I looked. But when I was able to reprogram my internal world, I realized that I can love myself even though I am on the bigger side or whether I achieve my dream body or not. And it's a work in progress. You know, my my health and self-love journey isn't just about my physical body and my thoughts. It's also about what i'm doing every day to become my next best self because i could be recording this podcast right now and then record another one in a year and be like yo like i love myself so much more today (laughs) than i did right now when i'm sharing this podcast you know and right now i am just operating from a place of self-empowerment where every day even though i feel tired or i feel defeated you know i try my best to lean into god and ask him for his protection for his guidance and that's what he's been doing you know one thing that i've been really struggling with and that i still feel some type of shame around is my finances you know and i feel like that has a lot to do with my health and self-love or like sometimes i feel like i can't love myself fully because part of me believes that i'm not working hard enough to gain a certain level of income and then i take a step back and i realize that money is also an external thing it's just like the body right so what if God is just trying to teach me how to manage my money and how to make the most out of my money just like I have been doing with my calories. I'm allotted a certain amount of calories and I have to distribute them to make sure that I have the energy, the satiation, is that a word? I pretty much have to feel satiated <laughs> and you know, hit the protein and feel strong at the gym. So that's in a sense the way that I'm Starting to perceive money is it doesn't really matter if I have a little bit of calories or a little bit of money. What matters is if I'm making the most of it and I'm able to pay all my bills on time and I'm able to, you know, do the things that I love. And a lot of the things that I love to do are free. So there's a lot of work to be done. You know, there's a lot of things to learn when it comes to financial literacy and health and wellness and mental health psychology there's so much to learn and that is again why i started this podcast because i wanted to reclaim taking the l taking the l people usually think oh you just gotta take the loss friend like just take the loss but for me it's take the lesson learned take the love take take the lesson take the lesson we don't lose if we are learning something You know, and that is just the greatest lesson in itself for me. And that is what I'm learning in this journey is that I can't lose if I'm learning along the way. And even if I were to hire this coach and he just wasn't worth the risk, I would learn that there are other options out there. But... Fortunately, my coach is for sure worth it. And I'm so glad I took this risk. And that is why I hired a coach because I wanted to challenge myself. And Latinos are always trying to play it safe. You know, I feel like I can speak on my own family. They're, they wanna play it safe and they do it because they want to protect us and they want to survive, but I'm tired of surviving. I want to live and I want to continue taking risks even if they don't have the outcome that I desire. I'm going to continue to challenge myself because I don't lose, I learn. And yeah, this podcast was pretty much all over the place, I feel with my ADHD brain, but it's been long overdue. And I wanted to share my thoughts on, you know, my health and self-love. I wanted to share what's people have been wanting me to share because I did do a poll on Instagram and people were like, yeah, talk about your health and fitness journey. But I wanted to pivot a little bit and talk about health and self-love and acceptance. So thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you want me to talk more about something in particular. My DMs are always open. You can DM me at Michi Molina on Instagram. Or you can follow us at TTL, the podcast. And we look forward to chatting with you soon. Thank you for listening. Los quiero mucho. Bye-bye.